we were riding bikes on a Saturday night, two o'clock in the morning, because th- th- that part of town is is empty on a Saturday night. There are no clubs. No, this no. is Battery Park, that's Wall City. Street area. Yes, Wall yeah. Street and, and City Hall down. and stuff. So PJ and I, my friend PJ, we're riding bikes and we see this alley. New York doesn't have alleys. There are very few alleys in New York. It was a, a decision they made to cut down on crime and stuff. There are maybe in all of New York, there are probably under 20 alleys. Yeah. You know, uh, we see this alley. We go down it. Oh, my God. It's behind the McDonald's. Oh. And I'm not going to say because it's, I'm probably going to freak out, but there were. Did you turn around? No. We went through. And then, oh, wait, wait, were wait. They no, no, don't say anything. No. Okay. We go through. And um, there were trash. There was trash on either side. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh Michelle! All over. All. Every, we didn't see. We didn't see him. Okay. And then all of a sudden they got scared, right? And then they start. They start. They start. Like, ju- yeah. And I put my feet up and and like I couldn't start pedaling anymore because oh, they were all down there. Shut. There were thousands, thousands. I swear to God. I swear to God. Off the walls. Wish I could get PJ on the phone right, and he would tell you. They were they were bouncing off the walls. They were eating up the trash, right? And he he uh, he put his he he wanted to put his feet up off of his pedals because but you had the pedals. Can you imagine? Had we fallen? Oh my god! I wouldn't be. First of all, I wouldn't oh be god. brave. Oh my god! They would have eaten. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! But these were. <laughs> How'd you get out of there? We 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 somehow we we yeah, got yeah. out. But these were not the. These were like cat rats. Babies. No, these oh, were the, the big the ones. ones. These were just the worker ones. <laughs> so, I picked that as our clip of the week, uh, and that for for people who don't know, that is from an older episode of What's the Tea from like October of 2015. Uh, it's it's one of our favorite episodes of What's the Tea? Absolutely, absolutely, and and one of our favorite <laughs> anecdotes from from that episode, and in there general, were rats, and there were rats, and then and then and then, and then <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we needed to keep pedaling, we needed to keep pedaling. <laughs> right. What um, if we fell? What if we fell? <laughs> And the reason I picked this... Oh, it was so visual. Oh, so visual. Sorry. And and so uh, the reason I picked this is because, obviously, we're recording this on the weekend after uh, the inauguration of our new president. And I would assume that most of our listeners are probably feeling similar to how we're feeling, not thrilled about it. Uh, and so I thought <laughs> instead of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to put it lightly. And so I thought... Uh, you know, maybe this might be a nice little perk me up, a nice little kind of like diversion uh, for some folks, including ourselves, who might be feeling this is a bit of a heavy weekend. So, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and it makes me think of, you know, like, what am I really afraid of? What am I afraid of? Rue's afraid of rats and Michelle's afraid of falling. Right. You know, what am I afraid of? And, uh, you know, one of the things that I am absolutely like, horrified by is cockroaches and of course i i live in the worst city to be horrified by cockroaches because obviously in new york it's like it, it comes with the territory mary okay yeah, girl there's and, bugs uh, you know girl, there's bugs girl there's bugs there's so bugs. i so of course uh you know i don't just live in new york i live in brooklyn and so most people don't know that there's Brooklyn cockroaches. Like there's like a Brooklyn sized cockroach. It's really? different. Yeah. It's different than like an East Village cockroach where they're I think just a little bit smaller. Mm. Brooklyn cockroaches are bigger. 
they have I mean water bugs have a little bit of a red tinge and so there's water bugs I honestly when they when when an exterminator or my landlord says oh they're just water bugs I think that's just a euphemism they're yeah. fucking cockroaches okay and yeah. so I don't know Colin is it okay if I share one of my stories about uh, cockroaches so long as it's not a story that I'm no I yes I think I know you are not sh- involved you okay. are not involved that's fine I I have my own bug stories maybe we'll share them at different time okay uh, but yes please share your own uh, water bug story okay so I'm living in Brooklyn it's my second apartment in here I think this is back in 2011 and I'm sleeping I have a one bedroom apartment it's really nice. Most people know I have a cat. He's orange. He's orange, pink, and white. You know, he's got a really skinny tail. He's a really nice cat. And he – so anyway, so I'm sleeping. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, it's obviously still late. Uh, It's it's still, you know, sleep time. But I'm just kind of stirred and my eyes are closed and I'm stirred because my cat is walking around on the bed around me. And I'm sleeping on my stomach. And my arms are at my side, uh, but like up, right? Like they're kind of like up, like I'm making a Y shape with my arms. That's, a, and, that's an interesting position to sleep in. <laughs> well, it's not like total Y. It's kind right. of like uh, like I'm making a field goal uh, shape, okay? okay? Okay. Like two L's. Two L's, one is backwards. An L and a J, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sleeping like that on my stomach, and I've just, Ella is just kind of walking around me. I'm like, what is he? What is he doing? Oh God! So I keep my I keep my eyes closed. I'm like, whatever. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, I just I, I feel Ella's tail brushing on my arm, and you know, I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, so like my arm is exposed. I just feel his tail brushing against my arm. I'm thinking about his skinny tail. I'm like, ah, that skinny tail. He's just like brushing, yeah. and and then all of a sudden, I realize that it's not like a back and forth pattern. That it's just kind of going in one direction on my bicep, uh. and I'm like, I'm like, what is, what's going on? And so all of a sudden, I open up my eyes, and there is a huge cockroach the size of my, the size. I swear to God, the size of my palm. Oh my! Oh what? What? I swear to God, it was the size of my palm, and it was crawling on my bicep. I scream bloody murder. I jump out of the bed. I'm like, what the fuck? And Ella is just going crazy, trying to wake me up, telling me that there's a huge cockroach crawling on me. (laughs) And I'm like, this is not happening. And so I'm screaming. The cockroach then scurries behind the bed. I don't – I'm poor, so I don't have, like, a bed frame. I just have, like, a box spring and a mattress against the wall. And so I'm like, oh, my God, do I have to move this bed? And so, you know, immediately I go and find a shoe. Like, I think I'm going to kill it with a shoe. It's that – it's so big, there's no way I'm going to kill it with a shoe. So I'm like, you know what? I put the shoe down. I'm like, no. I feel like killing the cockroach with a shoe would be that much more traumatizing. Yeah. So I go and I grab, like, a glass. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think it was a paper. You know, it was. It was a plastic cup. I had plastic cups because I had just moved in. So I had plastic cups, and uh, and I, I I go back into the bedroom, and I'm, I'm I'm looking for this cockroach, and all of a sudden that sucker, like like with the balls of steel, marches right towards me. I'm like, you fucking asshole. So then I cup it with the 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 thing. I catch it, 
And I'm like, all right, now I have to figure out what to do with this. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? And so I had just moved in. So I'm like, you know what? I don't, I really don't want the juge, the bad juge of killing a cockroach. Like if you kill one, then maybe there's going to be more or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? This thing is so big and it had the balls to crawl on me and then crawl towards me. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to kill it. I'm not going to kill it. I, I, I didn't want it. I wanted to pay it forward. So I'm like, you know what? Here we go. So I put a piece of cardboard that I found underneath mm. and I leave my apartment. I'm cupping the cockroach and I'm walking very, very carefully down the stairs. I, I somehow miraculously open the door. So I'm holding the piece of cardboard with one hand, the cup on it, balancing it. And I open up the, uh, the door. I'm outside. And then all of a sudden that fucking cockroach sucker frees himself from the plastic cup. He's able to (laughs) lift it. And then I I just throw everything down the stairs. (laughs) I throw it all down the stairs onto the street and I run back up and I take a shower and I scrub the hell out of my arm. Oh my Uh, God. Oh, oh. So so the epilogue epilogue is is that I I didn't have one more cockroach in that apartment. And, And you know what? I heard a myth somewhere. I don't know if this is true, but I've accepted it as true that if you kill a cockroach, it's there's something about like it'll just release all these eggs or babies. Like, <gasps> I mean, oh my god! <laughs> right, right. I mean, if you think about it, like how do they? How have they perpetuated all this time? Is you oh, know what I mean? Disgusting. Uh, oh, I'm like my my shoulders are in my earlobes right now. Like I can't even. Like I'm so cringed uh, about this. All right, all right. Let's change the subject. Let's talk about Drag Race. W- what are they listening to? Sorry yeah. about that, everybody. We had to get that out. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You know, we're in very scary times. We're dealing with a cockroach as a president. You know, <laughs> it just felt appropriate. An orange cockroach. An orange yeah, cockroach. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Uh, for for those who don't know, this is not a podcast all all about you know being dedicated to to interactions with critters in New York City. This is of course another episode of All Right Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little TV show. Uh, and so today, the focus of our episode, we're going to continue on covering season six, uh, and this week we're going to be talking about uh, the queens of talk and. I just have to say we are going into a not just a dark time in American history or, you know, the future, but we are going into a dark time of season six because we are in a one-two punch, the first of two of my least favorite episodes of this season. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dark season six. I mean, we we, you couldn't just run away with the season, Colin. There were – episode after episode after episode, there was something awesome that happened. I know. And, you know, it's – the the reason i mean it there's nothing there have been i guess worse challenges like i i don't know i i could think of other episodes that were like not as good in terms of having not a great lip sync or not great looks or not a great challenge yeah, this you yeah. know and this had obviously and we'll talk about it had a great lip sync great looks blah blah but it is you know there is an element to drag race that i accept that is very cringy you know, there there are moments of profound cringe. You know, the um the the subreddit one that I've been aware of for a while, and I'm really happy to see them kind of joking about is uh, in season five. 
in episode one when they all go on that stupid bus and uh and there's that whole montage of them like there's like a music video oh, them waving yeah, you hate that. and they yeah, have that yeah. talking it's not head real of, yeah. it's not real and 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 you know they've got joan van ark on a on a in front of a green screen waving she doesn't even know what she's waving at what else is new but you know they've got coco montrese and a talking head going you know I, i'm riding around hollywood waving at celebrities are waving back at me i'm getting my life and it's just like no you're not <laughs> None of that was real. Don't don't play me the fool, Coco. So, you know, that so there is an element of cringe. There just is. And it is what it is. But this episode, there's something about it. And we'll get into it. I don't want to spoil what I think is the cringiest part, but there is definitely No, I'm going to just say it. The the Chaz Bono Courtney act like attraction thing is so uncomfortable to me and not because he's trans not because he's trans let's just get that out of the way uh it is so skeevy it is so skeevy and i never really picked that up until watching it this time but he's just like he's like you know i've got a real thing for australian women it's like stop that's yeah yeah he he kind of was like oh dirty old man it was dirty (laughs) i was just like like your grandmother is right here yeah. Right? Like, put it away, yeah, Mary. Yeah. And, she, you know, she's not even full Cherokee. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my cringy moment. That is my cringy Oh, moment. I laughed so hard when I saw that again. I mean, I remember that moment, and I thought it was – it is usually pretty cringy, but for some reason, this most recent time watching it, I thought that moment was so funny. Um <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was because Darian's earring fell off and she was just yes, falling apart yes. at the seams. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I did. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Before we jump in, uh, I think the first things first, we want to say thank you for all of the awesome emails that we got in the last week. Oh, my God. I don't know what it was about last week. Maybe it was the inauguration, but we just were inundated with, with these amazing emails from people all over. And it was really nice. It, it felt really nice to connect with people and learn more about who's listening because, you know, yeah. it's so one-sided, right? We're just right. kind of doing this. And is anybody out there? There, there, there. there. Right, you know, right. and we don't know. Uh, so when the echo comes back, it feels it feels really great uh, because we know that there's nerds out there. We know that there's people that are thinking deeply about this show and that it's mm-hmm. not just, you know, sassy, gay, you know, shtick. It's right. There's there's a lot of important things going on with this television show. Yeah. So it's, it, it, you know, the feedback that we got from you all is has been really great uh, to know that you're also thinking deeply. So, yeah, thank you I'm- so much. Yeah, that's really. I mean, you know, we we obviously we started this podcast, you know, to to queen out about our favorite TV show, but like to also have these like deep dive conversations about it because we feel like those details are there. We want to go to that level. We want to look at the show from that from that point of view, and it's so cool to have that reflected back from people. Um, and so so thank you guys, thank you for your emails. I wonder if it's just because I mentioned our email address a couple of times in our last episode, which if you didn't me- catch it is allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And we'll oh, be st- oh, was, wait, what was it? <laughs> it's, I, I believe it's a allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's oh, okay. allrightmarypodcast okay. at gmail.com. <laughs> Maybe it'll just kind of continue to multiply the more times I say it. Um, but, you know, one of our... Uh, one of our Marys, one of our new, one of our new sister Marys. Sister Mary. <laughs> sister Mary. Sister Mary. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Is Maya? Sister Mary Maya. Uh, she had sent us uh, and sent us an email, and uh, you know we were emailing back and forth, and she, and I didn't get a chance to write back, but I thought we could just uh, address her really great question in this episode of 
uh, what our favorite part of the drag race season is in general. Um, oh, like like the like typical season, right? And things right, that happen. Okay. right. The things All that right. kind of happen each season. And the one thing she mentioned that she loves when they de drag for the first time, like we've gotten to evaluate them all as queens, and now we get to like check them out as boys. And mm. it is like that's a really fun moment because you're like, you're you're. Like okay, now I'm gonna like you're getting to know them again because you're gonna see them just as much in drag as at a drag. Right, right, right. Like Trinity yeah. K. Bonet and uh, uh, what's her face, um, Ginger Minge, come to yeah. mind. It's like totally transforming. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's and I I just binged uh, season eight like Chichi Devane. It's just like Ugh, God. you know, just trade shows up. You know, it's yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> And so it got me thinking of, like, what my favorite moments of, of a season are. And, I mean, it, it didn't take me long. Uh, my two favorite elements of a Drag Race season are um, really every episode right after RuPaul announces what the runway theme is going to be and when then they kind of, like, cut to that, that, that part of the stage when they come out. And you know this because we've watched Drag Race together many times. I uh, always always say out loud looks 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 it's like looks, a looks 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 yeah. yeah it's like an incantation i'm just i'm summoning the looks and you know there's there it's sorry to interrupt but there's one thing that also you did that now i do when mm -hmm. they when that music comes on the thump thump and they show the lights yeah i also remember you saying like oh it's her show this yeah, is her yeah. show that's right it's her show <laughs> yeah. It's her show. And then RuPaul comes out and yes. it's like, okay, oh, it's her show. That's right. Oh, it's time right. for her. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I had read that somewhere or it was just like something that came to me. It was like, you know, we, we watch these queens, like they're taking up most of, the, most of the screen time, but then, you know, 30, 35 minutes into the episode, whatever it may be, it's like, oh, right. In case you forgot, this is RuPaul's show. And, you know, she gets an entrance and she's got a look. I like, it's, yeah, I... All of that is very exciting because I know the looks are coming. Um, my also what I what I love every season is I love, obviously you know when Snatch Game the the, uh, the Snatch Game episode comes I love finding out who each of the queens is going to be. It's such an exciting reveal because it's like, I mean Snatch Game is so iconic, you know, and so yeah. it's like oh my god. These, these characters are going into the canon of Snatch Game impersonations. Right, you know? right, right. I mean, for me, it's similar. I look forward to Snatch Game every single season. Just that segment of the show or have mm -hmm. two segments, whatever it turns out to be. Uh, right. Because I, I know I'm going to laugh. I know I'm going to kind of cringe. Yeah. And I know, I know that RuPaul is going to have an iconic laugh, the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the type of laugh that she always has. Right, 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 um, right. So, yeah, for me, it's definitely Snatch Game, uh, no question. The other thing that I also look forward to, because I know it, that the producers are going to do it, is when there is the shocking moment. There's always one twist, mm. and whether it's they bring a queen back, or there's a double elimination, or there's no elimination. Shantae, you both stay. Uh, I love when there's a Shantae, you both stay. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I mean, yes. I mean, it's one of my favorite Drag Race quotes is RuPaul talking through tears. Shantae, <laughs> you both stay. I, I <laughs> love that. I love that. Yes. I, uh, Snatch Game, I mean, Snatch Game, we all know this. Like, that's, that's, you know, that's the turning point in the season. That's when we see who rises yeah, to the top. And right, who... then you see the riffraff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really... And and there are some exceptions. You know, again, I'm watching season eight right now, and uh, Naomi Smalls, obviously, 
you know brilliant yeah but you know did not do well in snatch game and then i mean uh she is she should have she should have done Seely from the color purple she should have done her i know uh. i don't know why she didn't i don't i mean you know there's that whole thing with snatch game where they can't play characters they have to play people the actor and, right and you know it's like all right but stacy lane matthews like that's not monique that's that's the mother from precious like we right. know this right, right? like right, right, uh, right, right. so there've definitely been i mean even in season 8 like bob was playing you know that wasn't uzo aduba come on like that was right. crazy eyes. it was from orange is the new black but they can't i think probably because of copyright right 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 right, right. right. so there's there's fine lines cuz i think we talked about like acid betty uh, she was going to play uh, that character from American Horror Story. The um, oh, oh, I can't think of her name now. The, the oh, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. you look it up. Uh, but obviously, it's a copywritten character. She couldn't do it. And uh, I think Max in season seven was going to play Miranda Sings, which is strange because they should have just said, "Oh, I'm being Colleen Ballinger," which is just the performer's name. But I also think. Um, I think some of that's shady producers, honestly. Like they're like, mm, no, you're not slated to go much further, so you can't do that character. Right, right. Uh, Pepper, 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 Pepper. Yeah. Uh, so yes. Uh, so Sister Mary Maya, thank you for the very thoughtful question and getting us talking oh. about Snatch Game. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and and again, if you have if you have questions you want answered on the podcast, if you want to share your thoughts, share your favorite parts of a drag race season in case you missed it before i may not have mentioned our email address is all right mary podcast at gmail.com uh great and with that i would like to move on to another segment uh-huh i have you know sometimes come out with these sometimes not but i would like to challenge you with some rupaul's drag race trivia oh work i haven't had to do trivia in a while uh, I love to challenge you. My goal is to stump you, and I think I'm going to stump you. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain, although, you know, maybe maybe not. So because of this episode, um, you know, being so soupy with mm-hmm. Paula Abdul. Uh, oh, we haven't even gotten into that. Yeah, we haven't even gotten I, into that. I would uh, hear are, – are you ready for RuPaul's Drag Race trivia? Girl, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Okay. It's one question. <laughs> With multiple parts, okay? Okay, yeah. Name all of the Paula Abdul songs lip-sunk on the show. Oh, man. And then B, who lip-sunk. Okay, this is going to be, this is going to be, I have to hope that there's nothing from season one. Is it lip-sunk or lip-synced? Please email and let us know. Yeah, no idea. Uh, I would assume it's lip-synced, but, you know, whatever. Okay, Paula Abdul. I mean, obviously, Vibology, Adore, and Trinity. Um, TKB. TKB. Okay, so, oh, God, this, I, I'm, I am, I feel like. Start with the rock- songs. That's, that's a good place to start. Uh, okay, well, let's see. How many Paula Abdul songs do I know? I'm trying to think of that one with the music video with the animated cat. What was that? That was, like, her most popular one. Uh, oh, my God. I was I'm I'm not limber for this. I need to stretch. Um, because I feel like I'm, I'm picturing Raja and Carmen in season three doing a Paul Abdul song. Yes, and it was um, oh god, I, why am I blanking on her? Like oh oh uh, straight up, straight up. Yes, straight up, yes, right? yes, straight okay. up. I, I was like, what is the name of that song? Okay, so Raja and Carmen did straight up in season three. 
I'm gonna just trust there wasn't anything from season two. I, I can't think of. Uh, and then season four. Oh, Abdul. Why am I singing straight up in my head? I already covered that one. Um, no, okay, so I'm actually gonna just say there's no season four, and I'm gonna suggest that it was season five, Coco and Alyssa. Wasn't that Paula Abdul? Um, oh, fuck, but I can't think of a song. All I can think of is Coco waving those, waving those uh, uh, sleeves. Oh, 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 um, and pointing to her mouth. Uh, oh, God. I, I, it's the name of the song is the problem. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Because I you feel don't like remember. That... You don't remember. I'm. I'm. Oh, oh, no! Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm on a hundred thousand dollar pyramid and I'm about to lose a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I stumped you. I'm so happy. Okay. Do you want me to tell you? I'm gonna hate it. You're gonna. I'm gonna know. It's Coco and Alyssa yep. sung. <gasps> wait! 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 Um, cold-hearted snake. Yes, yes, with a hint, like uh, but, but a, a giveaway. A but whatever, giveaway. good enough, good enough. All right, so that's three. Are there any more? Um, oh man, oh brother, there probably is, and I, and I don't oh. know. It would, it'd be bad. It'd be a bad listening experience for our <laughs> listeners, our, our sweet Marys. Oh, struggling. It's like, oh, it's all right, Mary. It's all right, Mary. It's all right, Mary. All right, Mary. So, okay, what did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> you missed Opposites Attract, which is the cartoon one that you were talking about earlier. Oh. And it was. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe I could tell you when Opposites Attract was done. So, they couldn't think of the song. Maybe I could at least come up with when, who did the lip sync to it. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all Stars won. Oh. Come on. Mimi, I'm first versus Chad Michaels or Team Mandora versus Team Shad. Ugh. The you know, first one. Terrible. You know, I'll tell you this. I'll tell <laughs> I'm you this. Sorry, Colin. There, oh, for our listeners, he is very upset right now. Very upset. He is there's, very upset. <laughs> can I justify there's a reason I've probably blocked that out of my memory? There is not only some terrible kind of um like 90s dancing from Chad at one point that I it's like some version of Running Man I can't get into but I believe Mimi I'm first does some air guitar which is a criminal offense uh in my book so to be fair I think she or she does air guitar on her leg or something so I've blocked it out of my memory for for very specific reasons to get on with my life so I, I think that's my justification for why I couldn't remember that one all right well fair well done well done. yeah all right, I'll, I'll take what I got. I'll take what I got. I'll take my concessions, my consolation prize, and go home with it. All right, well, now that I've been thoroughly humbled, let's get into the recap. <laughs> <laughs> now that my spirits have been crushed, uh, <laughs> let's go back to the workroom after Laganja's elimination. Uh, finally. Finally. She left a very brief message on the mirror, just XOXO, you know, Ganja. And, you know, they kind of read her a little bit, like, oh, she didn't really leave much of a message. But Trinity does make a good point. She's like, yeah, well, I mean, like, she kind of left feeling like everybody hated her. So what is she going oh, yeah. to do, you know? Yeah. And it terribly. Yeah. I mean, they all kind of recognize that was, like, not the – I mean, they say that in the Untucked. We didn't we – we probably could have handled this better. This really wasn't the best way things could have gone. Adore acknowledges that she maybe didn't want to go out like this. But uh, – but – 
that it is what it is, and uh, Laganja is gone. And of course, they they shift. You know, there was an interesting moment. They shifted where, like, I think like Jocelyn kind of says something about like, oh, you know, to to Bianca about how she won the challenge, and you know, Bianca has that thing about like, I know I took your moment, and you know, to to <laughs> Trinity, and and it, there was an interesting level of self awareness. It got me thinking about we've probably talked about this in the past, that as the seasons go on, the queens get a little bit more self-aware about the structure of the show, right? Oh, sure. And there was an sure. element of them recognizing, like, oh, like, and maybe I'm reading into this, because I feel like this was a, a an awareness that I would expect from, like, the season eight girls of, like, I think, like, Ben says something about, like, oh, like, this was Trinity's moment to shine, and you won, Bianca. And there was an element of, like, they get the storylines. You know what I mean? Yeah, And right, they recognize right. kind of, like, what's supposed to happen at certain points. Well, and, you know, uh, not to not to be self-referential, but they kind of uh, – or, or Laganja kind of opened up Pandora's box mm. when she said, this was my moment, in, in kind of referencing that she knows – that they that each queen kind of gets a moment in the untucked. Yeah. And she kind of opened that up and was like, you took my moment. This was supposed to be my moment. Yeah. And so I think by them referring to that and kind of poking fun at that, it, it kind of fits with the brand of the show that it's totally aware of itself, right. that it is camp, that it is, you know, not real. Right. right in that right. sense. Yeah. Right. It is produced. It's a produced show. Yeah. And I like that. You know, I, I we've definitely talked about this in the past about how we, you know, we we like to watch or talk about Drag Race from the, the point of view of pulling the curtain back and seeing the man behind the curtain and that it doesn't necessarily ruin the experience. Like, it certainly, it makes it more interesting in a way. And I think it, like, it, I, this was another, you know, um, you know ex- example of this. Get the sentence out, Colin. This is another example of this, of, um, of the queens knowing they're on a TV show and talking about the elements of it that they're fulfilling. And I, I yeah, I just think it, what it kind of does, it takes me back all the way to like season one and how season one was maybe more so than any of the others was such a takeoff or, you know, or, or a, you know, a satire of Project mm. Runway and America's right. Next Top Model because it hadn't yes, become yes, its yes, own yeah. thing yet, you know? Right. It hadn't become its own thing to reference, its own. Yeah. It didn't have its own stock characters. It didn't have its own archetypes. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I, I, I like that. I kind of like when when Drag Race does that kind of like, you know, we've you sort of described it as like this Brechtian thing where it's like this is a TV mm. show, it's a competition, right. we're filming it. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Camera um, here. Right, right. Um, so, you know, what also kind of starts to, you know, in terms of storylines and things uh, and, and setups that happen, which happens so often in, in the beginning of an episode is you know, the the red herring gets set up. And in this case, it's this red herring of, like... You know, so, communism was just a red herring. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Go is, on, Is that, like, is that because herring is, like, a thing that Russian people eat? Like, is that, like, a, is that like a multi-layered joke there? Or is oh, it yeah, the... well, it's from Clue. Oh, is it? I didn't know that was a reference. Oh, oh thought... it's from Clue. Colin. Oh, I thought you were just being clever. You could have just owned oh, it, Oh, I'm not clever, Colin. Hi, right, Mary. I was going to give you credit, but I'll take it back. Oh, um, you know, my credit's terrible. So. Yeah, sorry, girl. Yeah, you're not approved for this loan, Mary. So the red herring that they're setting up is that Jocelyn's the next to go, you know? Oh, right, right, right. Making right, her right. look a fool. You know, there's – Courtney does – 
you know. Found my, what did she say? Found, oh, bobby pin, right? Like, oh, yeah, bobby pin. Like, they're playing the derpy music, but they're really playing her yeah. as an idiot. And, and Courtney has a talking head that's that's fairly accurate and, and quite a read at the same time. She says, you know, Jocelyn is the Dieteritz of this season. Oh, um, man. Right? I... I don't know. I mean, because I'm partial to Dita Ritz, oh, yeah. I I was kind of like, ugh, whatever, caught in the act. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, it, it got me thinking about Dita Ritz because Dita, I mean, Dita Ritz was top five. Oh, I my mean, God, top five. Top well, so five. was Jocelyn Fox. She was top six. Oh, six. six ben was me. top yes, five, yes, yes. Yeah. Ben, ben, um, ben, ben, ben. But still went a lot further than, than you know, I would have expected. I mean, Dita Ritz, as we all know, Dita Ritz, all she had to do was this will be. And then I was like, <laughs> she earned top five just because of that lip sync. Yep, I, that's I, right. That's that it. That is absolutely true. Yeah, that it was so good. I was like, give the bitch a pass. That was so good. Uh, I just, from now on. From, from now, now on. Yeah, from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. You know, and I, I, I like Dieter Ritz. You know, I like Dieter Ritz the same way that I like Jocelyn Fox because I like those queens that I'm like, how did you get so far? How did you do this? <laughs> I, I'm, you know, and obviously, obviously Jocelyn never had a Dieter Ritz moment. I mean, I might, you know, obviously I sing the praises of Jocelyn in the Onoshi, but I don't challenge. My name's Jocelyn on the Fox. It's, Fox. Yeah, it's not on the same level, but, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's true. There, There is that, and I, it might be worth examining in another episode, like, other queens where it was like how did you get so far or like how did you not get so far you know i think of acid betty it's like god how did you right right you tumble so soon like yeah with katya that, same thing yeah right? yeah where it's just like well katya i mean she should have won she got top five she should, yeah she should have gotten the top three yeah 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 um yeah, yeah. so yeah that'd be a fun thing to think you know maybe after season six is over is a mini a mini feature of like Surprise eliminations and surprise, you know, dark horses, you know? Mm, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so they're, they're kind of setting up Jocelyn as next to go, um, you know, and, and I say they, I mean the producers, obviously, right? Um, and then we cut to the opening credits, which are most notable because it is our first indication of what we're about to experience later on, which is the magic of Paula Abdul at the judges' table. Uh. Oh, Paula Abdul, oh. serving, serving bowl, yeah. serving, serving spoon. Campbell's realness, <laughs> <laughs> alphabet, she, alphabet realness, realness. <laughs> she, X's and O's. Oh, all the way, all the way. So uh, you know, for one our... time, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet and sour. Uh, so... <laughs> You know, for our, our loyal Marys, uh, you know, our, our very first episode, we talked about this. We talked about this episode because we talked about this lip sync. And we talked about Paul Abdul. And uh, her, she is, I mean, I don't want to spoil it because it's just such a great moment. And I've been waiting all season to get to it. But her reaction to the Viabology lip sync, I mean, in my mind, it's just, it, it's like she is, it's just soup sloshing out of the bowl onto the she's just she's just a mess a mess she just is slopped out i think that she is holding it together Spilling onto the floor yeah drip drip yeah. yeah she is just keeping that like keeping herself together by a wing and a prayer <laughs> and knowing that watching it again it she's a delight every moment to watch in this episode so 
uh, we get to the next day in the workroom, and uh, the first note that I have is that, and I didn't notice this ever before until uh, watching it recently, that RuPaul shows up. You know, he always shows up in those Klein Epstein and Parker suits or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he shows nice up in Nice reference, this, Mary. Well, you know, I, uh, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta give credit where credit's due. Fashionista over here. Yeah, oh yeah, right, that's me, you know, Maxinista. Ru shows up in this brown and orange, like, corduroy or suede something suit and uh, it immediately reminds me of do you remember from season four latrice had this santino called it a rent-a-center couch it was this <laughs> do you remember it i i don't remember i think it was like the frock your vote challenge the the runway from that episode it was this big brown and orange upholstered dress that she was wearing do you remember that no. Oh well, this suit felt like a like an unfortunate homage to that dress. Um, so I, you know, Rue. I, I normally I have no problem with the suits he shows up in. I think there was one. Oh, was I like, I'm looking at it right now. I see it. You see it? Yeah. Oh man, so it's gold. Oh, she's carrying the dog, right? No, no, no. That's from the that's from the bitch ball. Oh, the bitch ball. No, it was like an it was like two episodes earlier or something. It was, it oh, was something she brought. Okay. Yeah, um, and and it was a you know fair point, Santino. So this suit reminded me a bit of that. Oh, um, I see. <laughs> so Rue shows up looking like you know that, and uh, announces the mini challenge, Hung Man. Which uh, oh, Hung Man. Oh, well, you know, I I kind of like this mini challenge only because I really like uh, word games and guessing mm-hmm. games. That was fun. And I love Wheel's Fortune. I love oh, excuse me. I love Wheel of Fortune. Sure. Um, you know, either the one thing that I missed that I, that I think could have made it a little bit more campy and a little bit more Wheel of Fortune is that if they like yelled the answer, you know yeah. how people do on Wheel of Fortune, uh-huh. they're like, "T!" Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, I always have these I'd mo- like to solve. So. <laughs> I I'd like to solve. It's not like Pat Sajak is like, "I'm right here. I'm right here." <laughs> You have a microphone, you know. Yeah, that? <laughs> you don't have to yell. You don't have to. Vanna knows the, the, the they're, they're gonna light up. She doesn't need. <laughs> it's fine. Easiest fucking job in the world. So, <laughs> um, you know, and I and obviously, you know, we've talked about this in the past too. Of like these mini challenges are just they're just sponsored opportunities. Oh sure, you know? scruff. Yeah, and this is just scruff. a scruff sponsored opportunity. Yeah. I did appreciate the variation of body types. In yes, this. I had the same note that it was. There was some variation. Very scruff. Very scruff sponsored in that sense. There were some hairy guys. Yep. There were some thicker guys, which mm. I enjoyed. It was nice. Yeah. yeah, there was the one guy in the purple with a little bit of love handles, and I was like, Oh, that's, oh, yes. oh! And that's exactly who yes. I'm thinking about. I'm like, Oh, oh my god! Oh mm-hmm. my. God. Yeah, that that one I that was the one I was most excited about. I was like, yes, I trivia love- trivia. What letter was he? Oh, uh, wasn't paying attention to that. Wasn't were paying you? attention. I, there was a letter. <laughs> I don't know. That letter was in the way, Mary. That's the that's the problem. That letter was in the way. Oh, get that letter out of my face. So- <laughs> it's in the way. Um, <laughs> you know, and and blink blink and you'll miss it. But there was one Asian guy, which I was very surprised to see because you know, in terms of 
the you know the gay hierarchy in terms yeah, of objectification. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not something there you was an see. Asian guy. There was an Asian guy when they did the top bunk bottom bunk one. I skip that every time. I hate that. Oh, challenge. I hate yeah. That challenge. I think he was the only top bunk was the Asian guy. Which which almost I mean I watched it once a million years ago and I've skipped it since. But that that sort of feels to me like uh, yeah haha right the Asian guys at top were all supposed to be like you know. Shocked. You're shocked, right? You know what I mean? It's just like, really? Oh, that's interesting. We're that's really interesting. Gonna... Then, yeah, to think about almost like they were aware of the stereotype and right. then decided to surprise us all. Right. Uh, but in some ways, just like reinforced it, you know? Right. Oh, oh, completely. completely. Right. Yeah. Right. And the fact that there was only one Asian man yeah. uh, is, is problematic, right? Yeah. And there was only one black guy, you know, and, and it's – so, yes, I was happy to see some variations, but, you know – there is that element, and I think we've talked about this when it comes to like gay for play, which I assume has gone on its merry way. Uh, when they had those dancers come out, where it's like, oh god, this is so like, like gay media in nineteen ninety five. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, right, so right. Like the opening, the opening of Queer as Folk U.S. version. Yeah, totally. One, it's two, so... three, four. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Shake it, dude. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, oh god, like. I, I reject it so much because all of that to me, it was like that was what I saw in my formative years of being gay. And it's like I, I knew at 12 I wasn't going to be that. I knew mm. I, I knew that wasn't who I was. I mean it was what I wanted to be and it was what I aspired to kind of, you know, naively. But um, And I'm not saying I'm, you know, like a beast. But For like, the record, Colin is a grade A twink. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, you know, I'm going to be 32 this month, so I think I'm a twunk now. You an uh, old bitch. You an old bitch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel like, uh, the the guy in the purple with the slight love handles like that to me is an idea oh, that's gorgeous. gorgeous yeah whether it be on my body yeah. or on my face that's my idea right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah somebody that's serving you love handles and french fries at the same time right you know? <laughs> i'm just looking for something to hold on to girl yeah well you know it's it, it reminds me you know it, it it turns me on because i'm like okay i could i could eat Pizza and French fries in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I don't. Or I know, to... or with with you, you know, right, which I right. Like. Yeah. And I ha- and I would have no discomfort taking my shirt off because it'd be like equal playing field. Great, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where if it's like a guy who's like you know that classic like you know uh, like Chelsea you know Muscle Mary, it's like mm-hmm. all right, well let's just like turn the lights off and like go lay down on your stomach and I'll take my shirt off. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> oh shit, very. Vivid, Colin. Very yeah. vivid. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to knock you out of bed if you take care of your body. Absolutely no, not. But, no. But, 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 just because you have some some extra loving does not mean that you don't take care of your body. Right. I think that's also the point. Right. right. Well, and I think it's because, and yeah, and because there's that thing where it's like, oh, well, now you're like you're shaming people who have bodies like that. It's like, no, I'm not. But like, like. Six pack abs. I mean, that's genetics as much as it's like you know hard work sure. at the gym. Yeah, and it's yeah. largely unattainable for many people. You know, and so when you perpetuate that as this is what all gay men look like, it's like, well, you know, there's all of us over here who are yeah, the ginger minges of the world. You know, right, right. You know, and, and, and yeah, not and even <laughs> and even less than that. You know, what I mean, even the even the um, <laughs> yeah, less. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Yeah, all the Stacey Lane you know Matthews. Okay. And... okay, so it's, it's it's kind of like the uh, maybe the Bobs. 
I'm the Bobs of the world. Yeah, the, the, yeah. All I can think of is like Sasha Bell. I'm like, what well, could there be a more obscure reference? You know? uh, oh, you know who it reminds me of? Um, oh, uh, uh, Layla McQueen. Layla, oh, Layla McQueen was a very thick but gorgeous boy. Right, yeah. and they were all lusting after her. See, that, there we go. That's a great example. When they showed, and and Sister Mary Maya would would appreciate this moment because that's when we first get to see. Uh, the girls out yeah. of drag and we get to see boy Layla and you know he's walking around in a normal body in his little underpants and they're all lusting after him and I was like this this I like this I like I like that that is something and, and I think Thorgy even says I like you know I like those like short little husky guys yeah 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 and, and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah like, right? call me we live in the same borough <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Th Norgy and she feels incredible. Incredible. <laughs> so, um, so of course that whole game happens. I guess like Ben wins. I don't even I, it, like the point of the win. I don't think it ever added up to anything. But um, the main challenge gets announced uh, that the queens are going to be hosting their own version, their own talk shows, their own renditions of the RuPaul show. Which uh, I remember. I remember it existing when I was a kid. I remember mm-hmm. being like, oh, oh, RuPaul's, oh, there's, there's, there's this drag queen that has a talk show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like and, seven, you know? Right, and not fully understanding it. And I think the thing that registered to me the most, because I remember it was probably in like 1996. I remember I went to LA with my dad and my brother um, because uh, his my, my grandmother lived like in Orange County or whatever, lived, you know, in whatever sort of that part of the, the state. And we went to LA and I remember we were in, we must have been in West Hollywood. And I remember seeing, and I was probably, so this was 96, I was like 11. Uh, and I remember seeing two drag queens like walk past us. Oh, and wow. one of them, I mean, she had, she had like the, like, like the netting kind of thing, you know, like not fishnets, but like that sort of, like I'm thinking of detox. Remember that look she did in? Uh, oh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. It is fishnets though. Is it fishnets? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there was like some kind of neon thing underneath and she was tall as fuck. And I was just like, oh wow. Wow. What is that? Who is like, and I maybe, maybe my dad had said, oh, you know, someone had made some indication that, that it was, you know, not actually a woman. But the thing that stuck with me, like the first thing that registered to me about drag queens was that they're tall, like that they're incredibly mm. tall. And so I think I connected that with RuPaul. It's like, God, RuPaul, and RuPaul is like incredibly tall. She's like yeah. seven yeah. feet in heels, you know? <laughs> right. right. So, um, so yes, when I think of the RuPaul show, I just think of this incredibly tall person, you know, sure. and, and lots sure. of colors, which I think RuPaul would appreciate because, you know, he always talks about like, he likes colors. He likes dancing. You know, and so when I yeah, think yeah, of, yeah, yeah, you know, every color are, of the crayon box. Yeah, yeah, right. yes. Yeah. So those are the details. I think I I think of when I think of the RuPaul show. It's just lots of bright colors. So, mm. um, so the queens are gonna be doing their own versions, and uh, they're gonna be interviewing Chaz Bono and Georgia Halt, which is of course Cher's uh, son and Cher's mother. So, uh, and the note that I took about this is that you know they announced these. They announce these guests, these, you know, or the whoever it may be, and the queens are all instructed to just, like, show lots of enthusiasm, even though they have no idea who it is. You know, like, yes, Pam Tillis is going to be here. You know, they <laughs> it means nothing. But to Jocelyn's credit, I think she was the only one who genuinely knew who Georgia Holt was. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Was excited about it. So yeah. that was, you know. To her credit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always trying to give Jocelyn credit, you know, because they're playing her the well, fool this episode. 
Well, I mean, but uh, yeah, and just to play devil's advocate, it's just like, well, if I were to meet my my idol, let's say they were like Alanis Morissette, you're going to interview her and her brother. Right, right. I wouldn't. The first question that would come to mind would be, like, I'm going to ask her about. Oh, cause she she breastfeeds her children really late. I'm going to ask her about that. Right. You know, right. like I'm not going to pick the the controversial subject I know about her and ask her about it. I mean, so it's it, like Jocelyn, like, come on, you're asking her about abortion I know. on so, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not the time, not the place to this is something that I, I picked up watching the untucked, which I feel like I never really watched the untucked before. It's a it's a mishmash. Mishmas. It's a mishmash. They, they edited the shit oh, out of it. It's with Trinity. Yeah, they. Yeah. it was bad. Untucked. Yeah. There's some. There's Noticeably. some good little moments. Like I like when Bianca talks about how like this isn't like a beauty competition. Like there's some really interesting conversation there that I wish wasn't so chopped up. But sure. uh, the, the one thing that I guess maybe Courtney gives Jocelyn credit for, kind of like gives some airtime to, is like. Uh, I guess Georgia Holt was very forthcoming about the whole abortion thing in this documentary that oh. Jocelyn had seen, and I, she was taking the cue that it was an open subject. But again, like, know the place. Like, you're a drag queen on Drag Race filming this fake, you know, talk show segment. Like, don't bring up abortion. Come on, yeah, girl. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Gross. What are you talking yeah. about? You're killing my appetite. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's like you're ruining my soup and Paula's. So, <laughs> That's why it's spilled. <laughs> it's, yeah, right. It's like, ah, abortion. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Dump it over the side of the abortion, table. Abortion, splash. Splash. <laughs> uh, and, and so, you know, in, in running theme, uh, Jocelyn is continuing to get read this episode with, as I my notes say, derpy music and all about her ugly dresses, you know, because her first priority is they've been reading me for my runways. Oh, Let me get my look right. down. And, I mean... I, they do it was, it's part of her aesthetic, yeah. though. I mean, that the one that looked like something that that Blanche would wear from <laughs> from uh, Golden Girls, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like a Golden Girls uh, it looked like a Golden Girls shirt, like a blouse. Yes. yes. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, that's her style. All right, let her wear. You know, it's sparkly, it's colorful. Okay. Right, and even right. RuPaul says it. She's like, accessorize. I get it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know. That was an interesting part of the Untucked, where they talk about like this is the kind of drag you do, like this is what you do. This is, tacky. yeah, it's tacky, and 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 I think it's all about owning it. If Jocelyn thinks she's serving fierce glamour and she's serving, you know, tacky, you know, uh, Forever Twenty One or whatever, uh, you know, or or you know, Ross Dress for Less, then there's a problem. But if she's like, no, I'm a tacky queen, like this is what I do. Marco was behind me, just losing I, his. I saw mind. that. He he looked like he's climbing the walls. He is. He's yeah. playing. Well, he's playing with one of his new toys from his kitnip box. Oh. Is, if only they Not were our one sponsor. of our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> if only they were, this would be perfect. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yes, but he's playing with one of his toys from his kitnip box, and he's just. For the record, I got I got Marco and Colin a kitnip box subscription for Christmas because this cat is one of the wildest cats ever and just yeah. needs to play all the time. So now every month he gets a whole slew of toys to play with. And he loves them. He just he Highly recommend it. Out. Yep. Yeah, Kitnip. Uh, we don't have an offer code. You could try RU. You know, try RU. See if that works. <laughs> you know? Try offer code Mary. <laughs> yeah, offer code Mary. Yeah. Oh, one of these days, Mary. One of these days, one we these are going to Just a few more subscribers, you know? Just a few more. Just a few more reviews on iTunes. We did get a new review yeah. on iTunes, by the way. Oh, that's, that's uh, So, yeah. Another five-star review. It's very nice. I'll check it out. Check yeah, it out. yeah. 
But anyway, uh, so RuPaul comes to visit the girls, you know, does the rounds, and uh, she stops with a door first and basically is telling a door, like, girl, you got to prepare. Like, I know you're nervous. I know you're like, oh, this isn't my thing that I do, but you got to prepare. And mm-hmm. it it reminds me of something she said to a door very early on. It's like stars Sounds do like work. something a top would say to a bottom. You know? <laughs> well, you know, it's good <laughs> advice. It's certainly good <laughs> advice. <laughs> You know, advice. what are you talking yeah, about? You gotta right? prepare, girl. Get, you if that prepare. guy in the purple <laughs> underpants is listening, like, <laughs> listen, listen up, sweetheart. <laughs> you gotta prepare. You gotta prepare. Stars do the As work. Starfishes right. Star do the work. <laughs> Starfishes do the work. Starfishes. It's probably not pro. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Um, yes. Yeah, so stars do the work. And uh, I, and and this applies to both contexts we're talking about. I find it very frustrating when a door is clearly not doing the work. You know what I mean? It's like, like at this point, like I'm finding her very frustrating in this season. And I and I did the first time I saw it. Like she, she's just not getting it. And it's so surprising to me that she ends up being top three because. She just like to me. It's like she, she had a good story. She's a young queen. I think that I understand why the producers went with a door and created that story because there was the underdogness of a door. Yeah, sure. No, I get that. Right, and we've talked about this that they love to celebrate the underdog. And she and- had exactly, and she mm-hmm. had a lot of fans because she was the underdog, and she had this kind of trashy. Mm-hmm. grungy look that I that actually I found to be a refreshing perspective one that was fairly new um mm-hmm. you know al- almost like you know a lady gaga monster type of aesthetic right where mm-hmm. she's just kind of like devil may care kind of dragon quotes in a sense yeah I, I agree I think that adore grew into that aesthetic or like developed that and after the season I think she kind of finally figured that out as like her brand or it congealed mm-hmm. as her brand. Yeah. And and so I, I see all of that, but it was like in the in the run of the season, it was like, oh my God, like, dude, like stop. Like and, and we see this when she films the clip. It's like she's pulling the same shit she was pulling during the comedy challenge. She's like, oh my God, I'm new, I'm nervous. It's like stop. Stop doing that. Like I it's... wonder how edited that was because I couldn't mm. believe when she's like, honey, we were we were poor, we were starving. And she's like, oh my God, that's awesome. Like, yeah. did she really see Right. That, that to me, she was very nervous, completely unaware, and not listening. Right, which not is listening. the sign of any young person who doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Right, who's nervous and not paying attention and is just trying to get through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I I think though that it's, uh, you know, I I think that advice and I think that idea of like stars do the work. Like, I think that's that's great advice. And I I don't know. I um. You have to put in the work. You have to do it. You have to prepare. Absolutely. You can't just yeah. show up and rely on charm. Like it's just, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, one, um, one of my colleagues, uh, gave me some really great advice. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I'm a conductor and they, they said to me, they're like, the worst thing that you can do is wing a rehearsal. Even if yeah. you end up winging the rehearsal, like you still have to prepare because you, you just have to show up. You have to show up knowing your stuff because yeah. if you don't, then people aren't going to believe you. Right, and I feel right. like with Adore, it's like she keeps coming to the plate. This, you know, Olympics of drag, unprepared. Like I'm, I don't believe you. I just don't believe that you're 
really into this or that this is something that you're committed to. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. It's like I just am not buying that you're really committed to this and you keep saying, like, I know I can do better. Like, I really want this. And I'm like, well, okay, but, like, you're being spoon-fed not only second chances but the exact information that you need in order to, like, do better. Like, you're being given the exact advice and the time to do it. And it's – yeah, it's it's frustrating to see, but I I think – I think it, you know, that's why she lip syncs, you know, this episode. That's why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. Rue moves on to Jocelyn, and I don't know if you noticed this, but I most recently noticed. Did you notice that when she she starts to talk, she goes, she goes, Jocelyn, and it's like, oh, did you try to call her Gia, girl? Did you try to, did you forget? <laughs> did you cross a wire, Mary? You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it was, uh, yeah, it was just like a, it was a little moment of, because, you know, I, it listening to what's the tea you know rupaul can't remember people's names she can't remember you know like she can remember right, right. the b-side of a freestyle track from 1988 sure, sure. you know what i mean uh but she can't like yeah she can't recall you know any of the girls taylor names. dane's like you know number seven track yeah right 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 yeah yeah she knows the remixes like she's got it all but yeah so i thought that was maybe what that was uh, it's a weird interaction with Jocelyn. Uh, the impression that I got was that RuPaul, RuPaul kind of by the end of the conversation had this look in her eye of like, yeah, I, uh, I think this one's about cooked. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> it, it was almost like note to self. We got to, I, I think this one, I think this one's almost done. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> like she stuck a fork in it. She's like, almost there yeah, it's a little yeah, runny but there. okay right yeah the, the fork didn't pull away completely clean let me just two more minutes and then you know <laughs> so then Rue moves on to Ben who uh, which I, this was this oh was this was a good moment this was yeah because it was yeah. again I mean this was the moment of like are you gonna give us what we're looking for this is another golden opportunity or you know are we gonna see more character and I, well, and you also see you also see the the producer hat and Rue kind of come out where she is pulling at the heartstring here, right? She's kind of like, so I noticed, you know, that you're probably an introvert, right? Yeah. As a lead in to tell us, girl, what's yeah. going on? What yeah. is going on? Why are you hiding behind this drag? Which is often why a lot of people put on drag as armor, right? Is because there's something something underneath that they're very protective of, and that's yeah. what she says. She's she's very on guard. She's very protected. Yeah, she. I mean, she. she Rue even asked her. She says, "You know, what are you afraid of people seeing?" And I thought that was like, "Ooh, girl, nice. That's a good question." Oh, real like, tough. What you, yeah. yeah, what are you afraid of people seeing? And you know, I, I think what was interesting, like Ben could kind of connect that. It's like he talks about like there's so much that he learned from this Dela character. You know, so much that she pulled him out of this kind of depression with this, like ridiculous level of of optimism and cheer and now it's like what can Dela learn from Ben who is a very naturally charming you know uh endearing person I think Ben you know Ben de la Creme won Miss Congeniality I mean a because people were so upset she got eliminated but b not because I think of Ben de la Creme the character but because of Ben the performer yeah that's who won Miss Congeniality yeah yeah because we all were like I've been depressed. I'm nervous. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. yeah. Yeah. And I think, I just think he's very, uh, he is very endearing. And, and we really see that this episode, I mean, not to jump ahead, but I think Ben should have won. I think that he was, uh, I, I think that he was incredibly endearing in that interview and was finally marrying, uh, the, 
the Daylock character with the mm. heart of who he is. Well said. Well said. This was a, a very high moment for Ben. And I, I, the only reason he didn't win is because Courtney really connected with, with Chaz. And, and, you know, Courtney didn't do a bad job. Courtney, I thought, was incredibly charming. And mm-hmm. her runway slayed. Not to say that Ben's runway did not slay. Oh. Because I was wagging my finger so fucking fast when yeah. that bug came out. Oh, my oh. God. You know, I, I I agree. Courtney's was an amazing runway, and we'll get to it. But Ben's, I mean, yes, I was like, well, Courtney what? came out and showed off something that was built for her, whereas exactly. Ben came out and acted. It was oh my god, there was so much to that runway. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, but yes, no. but yeah, dog ear that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree completely, and yeah, I we'll get into that. Um, so, so Rue goes to Courtney next, and Courtney is, you know, she's asking for feedback. She's like, I feel like I'm doing well, but, like, what am I missing? You know, like, what, what is it you're not getting from me? Like, which, how is, do I... which is a really mature thing to ask and a, a mm-hmm. sign of somebody that is listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and RuPaul, it, it, I, I think there was a lot of editing. I feel like the conversation was probably longer. But, mm. you know, what we get to see is, is sort of a cryptic but true, you know, sentiment that, like, you know the winner like a winner of the show like and i love this expression like soft tender parts like has both soft tender parts and as hard as steel mm. and i mean what's interesting is then you think oh bianca del rio yeah that's a right that, that's very true right. bianca bob the drag has, queen bob yeah. the drag queen absolutely mm-hmm. like that's you know uh those are two perfect examples of queens that like um had both of those qualities that like sure. could could stick it out through the competition and sure. like knew their sure. craft and knew their drag. Jinx Monsoon, Sharon mm-hmm. Needles, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. And and but it's the heart underneath that really, you know, that's just as important. You know, and it's yeah. interesting you bring up Alaska because that was a we talked about it a lot during All Stars Two is like we didn't get to see enough of Alaska's heart, you know, mm-hmm. really until yeah. she kind of started to break down at the end and it like it forced its way out, you know? Right. Um, right. But that was necessary. Like you can't just be great. You can't just be hard as steel. You can't just be, you know, this, this juggernaut in the competition. Like, yeah. We have, we have to connect with you. Like we have yeah. to, as, as, as Diane Keaton's movie would say, something's got to give. Something's yeah. got to give. <laughs> I always can. I always confuse something's got to give with it's complicated because I feel like everything's that's in Meryl white. Street. That's Meryl Street. I know. I know. It's just like middle-aged white woman with lots of white furniture and <laughs> you know, uh, rich white lady problems. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked scenes. Old people yeah. naked scenes. Yeah, Isn't yeah, Alec yeah. Baldwin in both of those? Yeah. Right. Right. Pantsuits. Yeah. Totally. Ugh. Oh, gosh. Um. <laughs> But anyway. Isn't Alec Baldwin in both of them? <laughs> right. Isn't he fucked both of them? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the other so anyway, note that so I, something's got to give. Yeah. So anyway, so hard and give. soft. Yes. Well put. Well yeah. put, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. The other note that I had about that was that it's it's it really is also that's a variation on what RuPaul was telling Laganja and what she's telling Ben. It's like we need to like, and then what Michelle's trying to pull out was trying to pull out of Laganja was like, like we got to get this heart like that's that's so much a part of this you know like in a way charisma unique disturb and talent it should be chunt you know charisma heart unique disturb and talent because it's like oh, chunt oh. chunt yeah yeah the H is silent the heart is silent <gasps> yeah yeah oh. the heart is right all right mary or it's cunt <laughs> right, mary. or it's cunt oh cunt you know? yeah cunt <laughs> 
kimchi. It's I've got cunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lisp jokes. Oh. I know. Oh, I'm not mad at a lisp to quote RuPaul. I, Ru- <laughs> <laughs> My whole career was built on a lisp. <laughs> You know, I, I, one of these days, I'm sure we'll do a recap of season eight because obviously I, I just I just oh, blew through so it. Good. It's uh, it's a great season. Oh my god, there's so much. Uh, and oh. kimchi is uh, not to go completely porching off topic, but kimchi again. Bob should have won that season, but kimchi and I think Ross Matthews says this when they're deliberating who should go to the top three. You know, uh, when they have the top four, it's like kimchi stands to like change what drag is to shift the direction that drag sure. is sure. and yeah there's something so artistic about it but then also the boy and the artist underneath yeah. is different and new yeah absolutely yeah uh yeah kimchi i'll i have to stop because i'll just go on i'm just so in love with kimchi after watching season eight again uh so then rupaul goes on to trinity and it's i mean it's tough because essentially what rupaul is saying to trinity is like She's like, yeah, I haven't won a challenge yet. Like, this is kind of the do or die moment, girl. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got to win this one. And yeah. uh, it's unfortunate because, you know, this was certainly not in Trinity's wheelhouse. But if Trinity, and I've said this before, if Trinity was at least safe this episode, she would have beat Darian for top four. Easily. Oh, completely. Completely. And if she had just gotten the name right, yeah. she wouldn't have been lip syncing because, quite honestly, Jocelyn should have been lip syncing. Well, I mean, I, I, and I know that I'm kind of subjective about Jocelyn, but Jocelyn was doing really well around the abortion comment. Like, okay, she was, she was, okay. she was a lot more engaging. She was able to kind of like bring up specific. She, she mentioned one of George's tracks and was like, right, okay. Well, what about Darian then? Yeah, I mean, it's. They did not like Darian at all. No, no. I mean, Darian, yeah, it's possible. Like, because Darian was kind of a mess. Uh, And we'll we'll get to that. But uh, if if Trinity, yeah, if if she managed to just be safe, she would have killed the next two challenges because they were design challenges, you know? Right, 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 right. Oh, my God. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So so TKB, TKB kind of, you know, has to step up her game and RuPaul's calling it out. Yeah. Right. So the the one thing before we get into the actual part of the episode where they're filming the you know their their segments is I I really enjoyed and I I I just yeah I really enjoyed the the interaction between like Courtney and Ben and Jocelyn where you know Courtney's kind of like she's, she's almost asking like am I like am I relatable like I I know I'm kind of stepfordy like what's um, like just try to, and it's interesting because it's like she's talking to Ben who's you know Courtney's this you know meditating manifesting you know free spirit oh you know she talks about she's like my life is just generally pretty carefree and she's talking to Ben who's like well yeah I've, I've battled depression you know the opposite <laughs> and and I just loved I just loved the line where Courtney's talking about how you know she how good her life is and Ben's like see <laughs> I'm already alienated right now talking to you and I like <laughs> And I just felt like that was such a perfect example of of really the Courtney problem. I mean, yeah, because yeah, and the West Hollywood problem too, right? Totally, the West Hollywood, the West Hollywood problem, the Courtney problem. The reason that, like, yeah, Courtney gets the top three, but like, at no point did I think she'd win, is because you know, and this is so in theme for what we talk about with the underdogs and whatnot, is that like I just 
I just feel kind of alienated from Courtney. Mm. You know, mm. I, I don't really identify with her so much as there's something aspirational about her, you know? Sure. And I mean, not to say, I mean, she, she has said very smart things. I think that she's a, she's not this vapid, no. you know, muscle boy, muscle mm-hmm. queen, mm-hmm. but she's, she, she's, she's isolating. It's, yeah. She's standoffish. Yeah. yeah. There's something about it where it, it's, it, it's just it's an interesting problem that she has where she's I don't want to say too perfect but she's too polished you know she's too she's too she's got her shit together too much and I think that in the context of not just it's not interesting yeah in the context of drag race and and the, you know being gay and just humanity in general is like you know there's there's that line from the Leonard Cohen song is like the you know the light you know the cracks are how the light gets in you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, oh yeah beautiful beautifully yeah. Said, yeah and so i think that like that's what we that's what we're looking for is the light through the cracks yeah yeah there's that other quote right that um there's no stars without darkness right right and i just i think that the courtney problem is it's just it's too much of a sunny day you know so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and yeah. you know what there definitely is a dark side to courtney like we just you know she's she's has that much armor like there is something mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. I think that that would change everything for me with Courtney if I knew, if I knew what her demons were. I mean, it's not my business, but it's also like, well, it's part of what this is. Is like, and what we can, what connects people, right? It's like, yeah. oh, you and I have a similar struggle, right? right? Gay people struggle together because they they are out to each other. You know right. what I mean? I can't I can't connect with a, a gay guy in the closet because mm-hmm. he's not out to me. Right, right. Well, you know, and there's it reminds me of um, I think it's from season three, the the stand up challenge from season three, and they're getting coached by Rita Rudner, and I think that she's <laughs> um, who I love, and she's talking to somebody, and she says, and I can't remember which queen it was, but she basically says like, there's nothing funny about like a good looking person who's mm. you know doesn't have any problems, you know what I mean, right. or something like that. Not funny. It's not yeah. funny. Yeah, like that's right. no no comedian. I remember stands that episode. That, yeah, no comedian right. stands. Comedians, up there. yeah, comedians don't talk about how great they are. They talk about how much they suck and how yeah. much their life sucks. Right. Because it's right. funny. Right. Right. And it's like turning that tragedy into comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, so that's yeah the Courtney <laughs> problem, uh, but we'll move on. So so they start filming. And uh, or that you know we go into the filming segments, and I gotta say I because they show that montage of them doing the intros, and as soon as as soon it's appropriate, as soon as they showed Trinity tripping up on her words, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, yeah, shit. all right, well, very meta, very yeah, meta, yeah, good to know you, Trin. Uh, I knew it was over for her. Oh, so I, we can run through. We've we've kind of talked about these segments, but I think we can kind of run through them quickly. You know, Adoris was a train wreck. Yeah, I, I still can't believe that she wasn't listening to what uh, Georgia was saying. Georgia just wanted her to know it was during the Depression. She... <laughs> She's, She's like, like, honey, we were very young. We were very poor. It was yeah. during, There was nothing glamorous about it. She's I, like, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It was during the Depression. Like, My it's... parents committed suicide. Um, uh... <laughs> Party. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it really... I eat shit for breakfast. Oh, uh... oh that's so cool. <laughs> I love pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, and so then, you know, we didn't really see – we didn't see uh, Rue talking to Bianca. So when we see Bianca filming, I mean – Oh, yeah. She, I mean, all she – all the only problem is she, she doesn't interview – Cher's mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, it, it all feels a little... It, it's definitely... I mean, Bianca's obviously fantastic this season. It, this is probably Bianca at her lowest point, I would say. Is, and and low being, you know, safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and Santino actually makes a very good point during the critiques later. He says, I think that that kind of comes with being a nightlife celebrity or, you know, you're not really looking to hear anybody's response when you're asking them questions on stage. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was a very, uh, I thought that was a very apt critique. And I think that was sure. uh, very true of what we saw in Bianca's segment. But right. there's one good thing Santino brought to the show. Yeah, there's, yeah. there you go, Santino. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm sorry, Nina. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So then uh, Trinity's segment, it, it was very uncomfortable. It really was. Um, you know, the Chad issue was strange, but I also feel at the same time that we just saw, you know, Chaz talking about how he's trying to, like, throw Bianca opportunities to, like, bring Georgia into the conversation. But it's like at no point, no one wanted to, like... Yeah, they were probably instructed not to, yeah. you know, help them at all, which... I just think is so unnatural. Yeah, like it—it's so forced. It's like, girl, you get some. You get if you say my name wrong, I'm gonna correct you. Right, right. It really. I mean, I just felt like it was that was kind of an unnecessary thing. And he could have made a joke after that. You know, right. like they could have riffed off of the the name getting wrong, and it could. You know, I don't know. Right, right. Uh, there, it was unfortunate. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and then there was. I mean, this was this was really editing, but there was that that clip of trinity like nervously laughing at one oh, point right. and it was like oh right oof. right oh terrible that's, editing yeah. that summed yeah. it up vicious. yeah vicious, vicious. Yeah. yeah and then we move on to courtney who yeah who who does really well you know i um i think what i liked about what i appreciate about courtney's was she was very relaxed she wasn't whereas a door was like you know the volume was Frenetic. too loud yeah yeah courtney was very relaxed i think michelle says later in the critiques that she felt like Courtney like lost energy or lost steam but I mean I don't know if I saw that but I, I did feel like she kept it pretty chill and like you know human and I think it yeah obviously worked in her favor um but I think when Chaz was like you know I love Australian women I was just like okay this is this is uncomfortable Ugh, like, it's weird. only because it just felt like it just felt like a, like it just felt like a slimy guy hitting on a girl like I just and and in a very kind of like but I, mean, I, but I it was also kind of like he was joking because the joke is well that's not a woman right like right it's also the joke but, they but kept... it felt yeah it just felt oh, God, yeah it just yeah I don't know it I, I don't know I gender I, roles I'm like okay don't push the gender roles like come right, on right like what is this a show challenging gender roles like let's yeah, do this Mary come yeah on, like like why do you got to be like a chauvinist too you know it's yeah like... yeah yeah right, right yeah right. uh and then we move on to Darian who I just thought was a delight oh and mess. I'm sorry I'm oh. sorry I, I felt the same way about Adam saying the same thing to April Carrion Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Gorgeous. I'm like, leave it alone, Mary. Right, right. Leave it alone. Get a room. Like, that. come on. We... What? The, anyway. Yeah, it, it's almost like, um, it, it's like, uh, it, it's a subjectification that it's feels It's different like... because he's gay, so it was right. like, okay, it wasn't as creepy as Chaz, who's, you know, straight. So it's just, it's different. I mean, right, so. right. But yeah, there is that sense of like, well, there's, you know, a quote-unquote woman on stage, you know, and it's like... Yeah, there, there's that kind of like, there's that objectification thing that even we talk about with objectifying the guys in the, you know, mini challenges. It's just, I don't know. Objectification in general, I think. Right. A little it, cringy. It yeah. feels uncomfortable and cringy. Yeah. 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 It's different when RuPaul's like, look at that ass. Like, 
that is like uh, admiring right the, it's, you know the, it's the admiring the the, the, the the craftsmanship of building the of a, a female body on your male body like sure, it's different sure. it doesn't or, feel or even when it's when it's the boy ass right you know and it's mm-hmm. Jocelyn's ass it's like okay it's a, just a little different it's just right. a little different because it's it's RuPaul talking about this woman's ass. Yeah, it there there is there's something different about it. There's like there's a difference between objectification and like celebrating somebody's body. Like there's yeah that, right know, which right. is obviously celebrating celebrating is different. Yeah yeah absolutely yeah um, which I guess is something that's on everybody's minds. You know, with the women's march this weekend and all that. I think there's that sense of like how we're how how women are you know the the view of women and how they're being viewed and their bodies being viewed and there's a difference between celebrating women and objectifying women yeah absolutely um, yeah yeah uh so darian again is a, a delightful mess uh in her segment <laughs> i mean she she's sitting in this incredibly uncomfortable way that earring yeah falls off. oh it's so weird yeah it it was ah, and i think the, the editing was rough on that clip too i mean I, like for example, Darian would like well, ask. What didn't we see? What didn't we see? Right? Mm-hmm. I, you know. Darian would ask certain questions, and like Chaz would just be like, "No." Like she's like, "Oh, did you know? Is there anything you got from your mother or something?" He's like, "No." And I thought that was strange. It was like, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't tell if it's editing or what, but I kind of felt like, you know, again, it's like you were so eager to like help Bianca out, but you're like stonewalling Darian. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, there was that "Are you pure Cherokee?" moment that I just, <laughs> I just like, oh, Darian. You loved it. I you loved, loved it. it. I'm just I kind of like, it. oh my god, really, was... Darian? <laughs> I know. Oh my god. You know what? It, what it reminds me of is when... it's like it's like it's like when Jack did the impression of Cher in front of Cher on Will and Grace. It's like you don't do that. Snap right. out of it. You know. Right. Right. Well, I guess when when Ginger does the the. Um, the John Travolta impression when Olivia Newton-John was there. Oh, God. It's like, oh, uh, it's just like, really? Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then we move on to Ben, who, you know, again, we were talking about before, uh, just, you know, did really great. I just, I thought that he, he finally connected the two and was really endearing and connected with both Georgia and Chaz in a really organic way. Like, there was something about where he jumped back and forth between them. He kind of uh-huh, would uh-huh. ask Georgia about something Chaz was doing. Right, like I, right, right, right. I thought that was really right. impressive. The look was not good. I agree with Michelle that Ben looked rough in this clip. That, like, that that dress, the hair. I was like, come on, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, off. off. Yeah. Well, and what was also weird about, the only thing that was weird about this clip was, like, Georgia kept saying, "Oh, it's very funny. Oh, that's very funny." And it's like oh. Ben's like, "Well, yeah, I'm trying to win a challenge here, girl. It better be funny." You know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, "Thank yeah, you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's it's good. To, it's it's you know, it's also nice. Unlike uh, what uh, what's his face, Starian, um, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to get feedback during yeah. the moment, right? Which yeah. fed Ben and, and helped Ben. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean, it's great feedback. It was just she just kept saying it. It was like, well. Can't, I can't do anything with that. I'm trying to interview you here right now. You know? right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and then we uh, we move on to Jocelyn, who she's yes, the fox, she, and she's the fox, and uh, she, yeah, okay, she did look a mess. Let's be let's be real. Her makeup is kind of problematic. The hair is not so great. The dress is a little Blanche Devereaux. Absolutely. Uh, say no to the dress, Mary. Yes. Yeah, say no to the dress. Absolutely. I mean, it, it was. 
but that being said, I felt like she was very engaging and very sort of charming before un, until the abortion comment. Uh, and and it's unfortunate because I think if she didn't make that comment, she I think that she she would have been top three uh, with with Ben and Courtney. I really do. I really think that she would have had the the third best interview. Okay. Right. If she didn't take have that moment, yeah. Well, clearly, yeah. Better than um, Bianca, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then that's it. Oh, that's all of them. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. We all got right. through it. We, we got, got through. She got, she got through. through. She got through. <laughs> so we get to the runway, and uh, oh, looks, looks, looks. It's looks, her looks, show. Looks. It's her show. Rue comes out. I she there was something. There was something very, like, 90s glamour about what Rue was wearing. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I can't, like, place it. But it all mm-hmm. just felt very, like, something very 90s about it. Well, a throwback to the RuPaul show, perhaps. You know, Maybe. she was kind of in that vein. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought she looked great. And, uh... Oh, get, here we go. We get introduced. Paula is sitting there. She's sitting there stirring, you know? <laughs> stirring the stew. Stirring the stew. Stirring the soup. <laughs> And it's like she is holding it together by a string, which she's like, I'm "Oh, so God. happy to be here." I just yes, it's literally like like she's she's she can't move a muscle, right? And she... <laughs> right, or, or she's just it's all gonna just fall. Too much apart. volume, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, whatever it may be, she is. There's something about her that just seems more than vaguely medicated. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It's like an imminent storm, you know? Yeah, yeah. That that finally crescendos after fibology sure 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 it's just this like imminent like buzz that keeps rising yeah 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 so we get to the looks of it's it's animal kingdom couture fabulous fabulous Fabulous. challenge yeah i thought this was i thought this was a great theme darian's Uh, look saved her i think darian's look saved her you know elephant was so clever yeah, I mean, the, the dress itself is slightly sacky. You know, she kind of does those sacks. Yeah, she's dresses. an elephant. You know, it's like, okay. Totally. Yeah. But the, the way that the sleeves were like ears and obviously, you know, right, like. Right, right, right. And the makeup was great and the horn, oh, you know, the, the tusk God, earrings. Oh, so good. Yeah. Of course, she was wearing those little kitten heels. That, that, oh. Abuse of the mother runway. Yeah. She abuses those kitten heels on the runway. She was. Um, <laughs> then a, and then a door comes out. And I like the mask, you know. Oh, I, I loved it. A mask behind a mask, right? Yeah. Uh, I was totally into the look. I totally got Animal. I totally got Panther, Catwoman. I, and, and I love that about Adora, this like <sighs> kind of thing that she's always kind of hissing and very skanky on the runway. Yeah. yeah I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was a great look for her. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with what – with Santino again, this is surprising. But Santino says, you know, I like the mask. I like your makeup. I like you. I just like need you to elevate it more. And I, I mm. and it, it, there's that there's that conflict, right? Because Adore doesn't do elevated drag, right? Like ultimately, her brand is not elevated. But I and hear- it's also like, what does he want? Like, what, what did did he want the the, the ball looks the whole time? I you mean, know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess you know. The, when in a couple episodes when we see a door come out in that in that diamond tutu thing lady gaga thing yeah i mean i was like this 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 is what i want to see a door do this is incredible and but that look would not have been as outstanding 
had she been doing things like that throughout the season. Right, right. So if you're going to talk about a story and an arc and someone creating their own story in a way, which I don't think Adore necessarily did, mm-hmm. um, it it would have come off as false. It wouldn't have come off as, as special. Right. No, I, I hear you. It's like in context that that look was special because of what we'd seen up until that point. But I, I just I hear the critique of like at that point in the competition, it's like I need you to elevate this, and I don't even know what okay. that means. But I, I get it. I, you know. But that being said, the mask was really cool, and she Adora is pretty good at selling it on the runway, regardless of what she's wearing. So I give her that. Stocks. Yeah. Uh, and then of course Ben comes out. I mean, oh, probably brilliant. one of the best looks, one of the best runways really? I would say of season six. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So smart, so cool. Um, I mean, you know, and we'll talk about Courtney's, but I felt like this, Courtney's was cool, but Ben performed it. Courtney, like, just came out and showed it off, you know? Mm-hmm. And right. Ben, like, really got this, like, and I know this is my word, but he got this nuance of playing the fly. And I just... <laughs> Authenticity. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I really appreciated that. Yeah, it was so, something, like, we've never seen before, and I don't think we ever saw again. No, that's a good point. Is like, have we seen anybody else do something so? You know, the only thing I can think of is, uh, and I only know this I, because of watching season eight again. Was uh, for the oh, are skating. you rewatching season eight? I didn't Did know. I mention that I was watching season eight? <laughs> um, so recently, when I was watching, uh, what was that season? Uh, I think it was season eight. I was watching. Oh, it was, yeah, so eight. Was, it was eight. It was eight. It was eight. It was eight, guys. Guys, I was watching season eight. Uh, <laughs> so when I was watching it, season eight. Uh, the roller skating challenge. Uh, Bob the drag queen was gonna do this whole like transformer thing. Oh, do you remember that? Right. He was gonna like right, yeah. fall and turn be, into it was a gonna be a hot mess. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Mess. This is a this is a train wreck. I can't wait to see. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, that's um, was that season eight? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> eight is great. Eight is great. Uh, so next is Bianca. You know. <sighs> Same silhouette. It was cute. The makeup at least was a nice new detail, which I think is what kind of like saved her in the end. Yeah, yeah the makeup was, was cool. Was I love the hair. I love. I think Rue says it's like Pointer Sister's hair. I love okay. the hair. Sure. Oh, I thought yeah. it was so... Yeah. She's, she's certainly an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, the makeup and the hair was was brilliant. And, and it's unfortunate the dress was kind of like simple uh, because like... Uh, Bianca really like there was this interpretation of Animal Kingdom Couture that with the makeup and the hair that was so smart, it was so mm-hmm. smart. Um, but the dress just like it kind of just it wasn't her best, you know. But whatever. Uh, Jocelyn comes out. It's very confusing. I don't really know what it what oh, she's doing. Poor thing. Again, why wasn't she in the bottom? I. It was yeah. just like, what is this? You didn't you completely didn't do the challenge. Yeah, yeah, you know, you stuck a feather in your hair and you know called a macaroni. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, which I learned on the Ruka, the excuse me, uh, what is it, revealed mm-hmm. that macaroni in the 18th century was slang for uh, fashionable. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I learned that on the the, the revealed. Oh wow! All right, thanks. A little little, little pop up. I did not know that. Um, mm-hmm. I never understood why that was. Uh, yep. why that expression existed well there you go we learned something new today Marys so uh, then Trinity comes out and it is a it is a goddamn shame a queen went home looking like that you know the concept itself too that connected with her and her story the city mm. of the phoenix on the runway oh. she beat the fuck out of that face oh 
oh my god it was amazing again one of the best looks of season six i mean it, i just god i mean trinity i will give her this man she went out with a bang she really did i mean to look that good and the lip sync we'll get to it she was great you know like this look was amazing and i'm thinking uh. of, of all of trinity's looks where like you know trying to think of all of trinity's looks where does this fall is this the best trinity look we saw all season the share look was great the oh oh the when she was doing oh no she better don't when she well, was sure. kind of the anita baker look yeah and no, then that's... and then also the the orange crush look i loved oh sure yeah i but there's something about like all i mean she was she was impeccable on the runway the whole season but this was like next level she this wasn't was theatrical just... this was mm-hmm. wow moment absolutely mm-hmm. I mean, it's so much detail, amazing makeup. Because, like, you could, like, I don't, I don't know if she made this look. I know she makes everything. I, I would, I'd give her credit if she did. Uh, she made it. But even if she didn't, the makeup was just like phenomenal. Oh my god! Yeah, she did that for this runway. Oh my god! Yeah. Talk about a clutch player. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. She really looked fantastic. Uh, and then Courtney comes out, and and as we've talked about, like, you know, it's a really cool look that she bought. You know from somebody and and brought it to drag race you know right that's what happened yeah yeah and it was like okay yeah that's a cool look but yeah and and you know it's production value it mm-hmm. was clearly a great clip for drag race yeah you know it, it it added a lot to the show just that look alone oh right? yeah whether they... she made it or not she got the point like okay i'm gonna be on a tv show and they need mm-hmm. to have sound bites and they need to have clip bites Yep, yeah. I mean, that clip went into, like, the very first preview for season six. Right. Like, they, they were, like, right. first things first. You know, it Bam. makes me think of— Wings you know, expand. Yeah, totally. It, it reminds me of uh, Ivy Winters when she did the butterfly on stilts. And right. I remember right. seeing, like, the clip of that before the season started, and I was like, holy shit, who's doing that? Yeah, who that? is that? Who's, yeah. like, because we'd never seen that before, you know? Right, um, right. Ugh, Ivy Winters. I'm, that's, I, like, that's like a, a the Acid Betty— um, yes. as the, 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 the chicken peak, the thing, right? When she, when she was dressed like that chicken. There was, was it the, uh, the, the rooster, neon, the neon challenge when she had like no. the, I mean, there was, I mean, I can't remember which, cause I, was that, I just saw season eight. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Oh it. no. She's kind of just like a chicken, like a chicken. Which episode was that? Was that the roller derby challenge? The, the roller skating one? No. Like a chicken. Oh, my God. I'll, like, I'll, I'll get it up for you, honey. I'm totally blanking. Yeah, that's not the first time I've heard that. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about that guy in purple again. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll jump into the critiques, and then you can uh, – you can. I'm, I have it right here, Mary. All right, Mary. Send me a – can, You can describe it uh, and, re- and, you know, Aquila and the bee out for me um, and tell everybody which, which look episode? it is. Which episode was it? Uh, you'll tell me. That's what I'm waiting for you. Otherwise, I tell you right now. Oh, did you uh, send it to me? I'm sending it to you right now, Mary. Hold your horse. <laughs> All right, Mary. <laughs> oh, you sent me something? What's this? Um, oh, let me scroll down. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the same one. Yes. The, this okay, was the, the neon, neon link. Look, yeah. Okay. Oh, that look was incredible. Oh. That look oh, was incredible. God. That was... Oh, she had the pink was a... heels, green tights. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah. oh, nobody's done this. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, uh, season eight. So, you know, 
I don't have many notes for the critiques. I had a couple, though, that I, I wanted to call out. Oh, Paula's out. critiques, sure. It was just like, what are you going to say? What are you right. going to say? Oh, right. Okay. And then and then the whole pretending that she's like, I know this person. Oh, God. That's I was like, oh, was. God, I'm cringing. Oh, God. Yeah. She's like, I know this voice. And it's like, this voice. you don't know your own voice half the time, sweetheart. <laughs> and you're like, and then Adora's like, Season seven, American Season Idol. Oh, like, I love you and that spirit that I love and remember, remember so much. You don't know. <laughs> you don't remember what you, you know, did yeah. yesterday, girl. Yeah, you don't even you remember don't... what you said two minutes ago. Right, right. You're like, what show am I on? Yeah, she is <laughs> like, I, I just, that whole moment was so sort of false to me. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 of course. Of course. Yeah. And she she thought that she was getting the better of all of us. It's like Paula. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. It's like when a dr- it's like when a drunk person is trying to show you that they're sober. <laughs> right. 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 Which is exactly you know, what Paul that- is trying to do the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. It's when a drunk person is is telling you, oh, no, I'm not drunk. I'm, yeah, I'm not drunk. I yeah. am sober, right? Give yeah, me my I'm totally keys. Sober. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm totally fine. No, I'm, totally I'm, sober. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm fine. I'm totally sober. And like the eyes are like hooded and closed. You know what I mean? I'm, to- I'm totally fine, you guys. I'm, to- I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I have been that girl. It's, no one buys it. <laughs> Nobody ever did. Nobody buys it. Nobody buys it. Uh, I I did like, I don't know if I necessarily get it, but I did really like Jaswin's line that she's i'm the diane sawyer of the jungle like i don't get it <laughs> but i love it it's just such a great weird non sequitur no i think she meant jane goodall like i just don't think <laughs> she just didn't she did not put the two together no <laughs> the diane sawyer of the jungle because she says you know i'm friends with all the animals and then i skin them and kill them and it's like when does diane sawyer <laughs> ever leave diane alone <laughs> Skin them and killed them. Oh, I'm the Diane Sawyer of the jungle. I just love that line. Um, <laughs> Me too, Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things yeah. I aspire to be. The, the Diane yeah, Sawyer right. of a jungle. The, the yeah. Diane Sawyer of the jungle. So, of course, obviously we know Bian- uh, Bianca. No, I'm so used to saying it. Uh, Courtney wins and uh, Adora and Trinity are in the bottom. Uh, and, I mean, let's talk about this lip sync. Let's talk about Vibology. Uh, great song, great, great, great lip sync song. Because there's great there's song. so many different things that happen. There's there's a bit of spoken word. There's yeah. there's a dance break. Dancing. Like, yep. Yeah. There's there's yeah. so it's much sexy. It's it, it, yeah, as Holly Hunter would say, it's sexy. It's sexy. Yeah, Holly Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> Holly Hunter. She's sexy. <laughs> The closer, she's sexy. No, it, yeah. it, 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 it's saving grace, but it, that's perfect that you said oh, the closer. That's <laughs> perfect because it's the closer with Kira Cedric and saving grace with Holly Hunter came out at the same time. And that's exactly the mistake I think everybody makes. It's like, oh, it's the closer. No, 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 it's saving grace. <laughs> I no. totally keep thinking Holly Hunter is the one from the closer, but yes, that's yeah. that's here's that confess. <laughs> confess. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, yeah, they came out at the same time, and it's like I, I don't. <laughs> they, they're virtually indistinguishable television shows. Yeah. Um. So you know what I loved about this lip sync, and I admit this probably happens. Uh, I think this happened, you know, when I was just watching season eight and they did the, and I'm telling you lip sync. You watching season eight? 
I uh, I didn't want to talk about it too much because guys, I didn't if you're get playing a drinking game, and I hope you're not driving, but uh, if you're not driving, don't play this game. But if you're playing a drinking yeah. game, every single time Colin references that he's watching season eight, you have to take a drink. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> you know, and and considering who we have as a guest judge this week, I think it's only appropriate that you should be absolutely fucking tanked at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You should just be like a sloppy gazpacho at this point. Uh, <laughs> so what I love is like I love when the song starts as RuPaul is telling them and don't fuck it up. Uh-huh. Oh, I just love it. There's this drama of like like the, 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 it starts to play up. It's just like, don't fuck it up. It's oh, my God. There's something about that that I was just like, oh, my. like it just felt like, oh, we're going to we're going to have a good lip sync. We're going to get in something good. This, this is gonna be good. It. Yes, and you know this is you know we talk about this in the, like other lip syncs, uh, like of course you know the Dita Ritz one. It's like I would love to see, or or you know with the the Trinity um, Milk one, I would love to see the uncut version of the, the lip sync, the, the whole thing, thing. because yeah. Trinity. I mean, they definitely feature Adore more than Trinity, but Trinity is like hitting every beat. I mean, she she's you know, oh amazing. I mean, you I'll know she t- slays this. Lip sync, you know yes. she slays it. Yes, it made me think of um, the the Jaden Dior Fierce Candy Ho uh, lip sync from season seven. Oh, with Candy Ho, right? Where right. you know this was Candy's third lip sync. You knew like she needed to go home. This was Jaden's moment, and Jaden doesn't necessarily do a bad job, but you know, Ken- uh, Kennedy, Candy killed that lip sync. Yeah, yeah, because you know, I hope you brought a sweet tooth because Candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. Oh God, I can't, I can't, I can't even add to it because I just hate Candy Ho's. Candy Ho's, uh, her taglines always sound like a Google Translate. It's like oh, something's not quite. Something didn't quite land about this one. You know, like when Facebook offers to translate for you, you're like, oh, that's not quite what it said, but okay. Um. Anyway, I I really feel like Trinity. Oh my God, I was watching her really closely this time because Adore. I mean, Adore is bringing a lot of great characterization, and she's doing uh-huh. some like. I mean, she is. She's doing. She's she's oh, giving gosh. face. She is. She is hitting it hot. Yeah, like it she's is working great. her ass off. And I'll yeah. give her this for as much as I was questioning Adore, she showed up for this lip sync and was just right. like intuitively doing these really smart things, you know. Like there's that well, one. Well, and again, where... it's it's that outside of the box moment where it's like, oh, it's Adore doing Vibology, which is by Paul Abdul, and she has the connection with Paul Abdul. So yeah. of course they're setting her up to to win. You know, it's that I... that that Chichi Devane moment, right? Where it's yeah. like, oh God, I'm singing lip syncing against Chi Chi for, and I'm telling you I'm not going. Like, of course I'm going to lose. Right, right. Like there was that, then we've talked about that in the past of like those, those strange small ironies of lip syncs, like that. Happy accidents. Yeah. Yeah. Happy accidents, milk lip syncing to what a man, things like that. Stupid girl with Jocelyn Laganja. Uh And, and I hadn't even (laughs) thought of that, but yeah, it was so perfect that there was a door lip syncing to a Paula song in front of Paula. And, and really, I mean, I love that part where she's like laying on the floor and she's like doing that like vibe. Oh. Like there was that spoken word and the oh my god, that was so cool. I just yeah, I just yeah. I was like that. She was voguing so... on the floor, right? Yeah, kind of voguing with her hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. But like Trinity, was and of given... course, I, I have to tell you, of course, that is right before one of my favorite moments. <gasps> oh my god. In RuPaul's that, Drag Race history. She just wants to bite it. She like, wants to bite them. RuPaul, she, she just, they cut to RuPaul and she's just like. 
her lower jaw just like ha! like there's just yeah it juts thing. forward it juts forward she's like it's kind of like the sexy mo- like yeah oh, yeah i'm mean, gonna watch a kai kai right now yeah <laughs> she's like she i mean as rupaul would say she's got a fistful of jergens under that table <laughs> and she is just like yes <sighs> She is untucked. Yeah, and she's kind of like she's kind of like getting hard, right? She's kind of like yeah. sitting up a little bit, like leaning forward. And yeah, it's kind of just, <sighs> yeah. She's like she, it's like she it, she's trying to, to like enjoy. She's getting horny. Yeah, it's like she's yeah. Like when cats get horny, their butts go up, and she's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> totally. She was just like rearing up, and that's I mean that's the reaction you want from Ru- RuPaul, where she's just oh like, yes. It, yeah, she, it, it, it's, I mean, yeah, she. It, it's like she just took a whiff of poppers, and she's just like, oh, this all just got ten times better. <laughs> this all just went all out. <laughs> That's what I think that was. I think that she, I think that she just, uh cracked open the video head cleaner you know what i'm saying mary <laughs> the nail polish remover <laughs> oh she got that blood rush um. oh god oh god oh what is it platinum silver yeah yeah she got that rush <laughs> oh man Ooh, so, oh god also... all right yeah <laughs> Oh, our poor sister Mary's. <laughs> our sister Mary, sister Mary. This is a this is an order of sisters that, you know, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we, yeah. You know, that's it's, it's a query of mine actually. Maybe maybe straight people that are listening can let us know. But like, do straight women and straight people in general like know about poppers? Like, have they, do they do them? Maybe they do know they, about them, but like, do they do them? Right? Like, do straight people use poppers too? Because like. Because they have anal sex, you know, and right, and it's not right. only for anal sex, you know. I, no, I, know. I mean it helps, but you know, certainly, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, eh, let's just let's just let's just elevate things for thirty seconds. Let's just have a casual popper. No, it's it's totally. I, I that's a good question. Is like, do straight people a do they know about poppers? I mean, maybe, probably, if they're listening to this podcast, they do. Um, but two. Do they use them? And I guess the next question I'd have to ask is like, I know, I know what they do, but I like, like if a woman is using them, what is mm. the effect? You know what I mean? Like, okay. I know what it feels right. like for a man. Will be different. Yeah, will be right. different. You know, I, I, I'm assuming it's the same effect, and mm. I also don't know if I should promote it, right? Because some people get really bad headaches. Yeah. And sometimes they're dangerous. Sometimes they're addictive. So, you know. Proceed with yeah. caution, Mary. Proceed with caution. I mean, I, sometimes, and, and we're we're getting we're getting real into this, but sometimes, let's just say, I've seen online uh, that there are people who are just like, it, it, it's like a gas mask. They're like, <gasps> you know, like they're just like taking a big hit. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I I prefer like a casual, like you know, like when somebody passes out and they put the smelling salts. It's like that's all you need, girl. But like. <laughs> Don't act like this is right. an oxygen mask. Like, sure. That, that, sure. That seems dangerous to me. Yeah. Um, well, you know, one kink for the other. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, yeah. uh, moving on. So this, this lip sync is everything. And, this lip sync is uh, everything. And yeah, yeah. So she has that poppers moment. And, yes. uh, I also and Trinity loved, is 
Yes, go ahead. I, I also just love that the go Paula moment where they're kind of like dancing with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like this. It's the go very, Paula moment. The go Paula moment. It's very 90s, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, they clearly towards Ow! the end of the lips. Yeah, <laughs> towards the end, they kind of chopped the lip sync up a little bit too much, I think. I would have liked yeah. to see a little bit more. Yeah, me but too. Then the lip sync ends, and and this this is it this is the moment this is what i have been waiting for this is like this the whole season since we started all right mary in july of last year i have been waiting for this moment and it is paula abdul she is she is clapping with a sort of like seal like motion a seal she's like a seal that just took a hit of poppers she's like and she's and 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 it, there was there is just this this sloppy swaying. Oh, that was the best. She's that just, was the best. That was the best. <laughs> that was the best. It's 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 just amazing. I just I I I don't. It's it's like she finally just can't hold it together anymore. Right, right. <laughs> like I imagine overflowing. That that <laughs> like they stopped filming. They're like, Paul, do you wanna? You, 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 you want to down for a minute, girl? You good, girl. <laughs> you know that, like, she's like, can you edit that out? <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, but she is just, she's so delighted. And, you know, to play devil's advocate, I'm making fun of this drunk woman on television. I would also have to imagine that, like, this is your song and you've just watched two queens kill it, you know? Oh, I mean, yo, oh, oh. In I would be, I would be over the moon. I would be going crazy. Right, yeah, right. I mean, Natalie Cole was waving her napkin. Oh, I mean, she... Natalie Cole even. Where did Natalie she get that Cole napkin even. from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just in case. Just in case just she needs to case, do that. Something goes great. <laughs> just in case something is so good, you need to wave a handkerchief at it. <laughs> it's so good. A finger isn't enough. I need to wave another object. I don't remember <laughs> Pam Tillis giving us quite as quite as a no, no, response. No. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's a that would be an interesting thing to talk about is the lip syncs where the performer was there, you know. I think of Blondie. Oh Olivia yeah, yeah, Blondie. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lip syncs were the where because because uh, that was just I just saw that recently. I don't remember what season it was, but um, I know they were on it. And, that's uh, season eight. Oh, uh, oh, season eight. That's right. That's right. Drink. Everybody's <laughs> one more drink. Yeah, uh, everyone's officially pawed out. Um, yeah, so I'll try to bite my tongue about season eight. People are sleeping right now, Colin. They passed right. out. So yeah, we're just entertaining ourselves day. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so obviously, uh, Adore wins, and Trinity is sent to sachet. And Trinity, you know, she really. I mean. I said before, she really goes out with a bang. It's such a graceful exit. And and I didn't appreciate this until watching it Oh, recently, she was smiling. But... Oh, it was great. Yeah. And what she says to RuPaul is so beautiful. She says, I'm going to take everything that you taught me here and apply it to my life as I my start new this journey. new journey. Yeah. In my new journey. And I was like, girl, you got it. You, yeah, like, she got it. There was this Wizard of Oz moment. Oh, like, my God. It. I was just about to say it. Yeah. It was, Click your heels. That's all you had to do. Yeah, and you, you figured it out. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have chills just oh. thinking about it. Because that you oh. know that like that's such an inspiration for what RuPaul's doing. She's just trying to teach these girls how that they they had it all along. Yep. You had yep. it all along. That's right. And that's right. And I just thought, oh, Trinity, that was it. You want to see the it. wizard? The wizard is right there. Yeah. He's been I there mean, the it, entire time. 
Yeah, it makes me think of Westworld, you know, that concept oh, of, like, sure. you go on this journey to find enlightenment and you come back to yourself. Yeah, Spoiler. It always <laughs> brings you back to yourself. All, yeah. you, you go right back to the beginning and it's you. Yeah, I um, I really, I just, I, I thought that was such, like, a beautiful exit. And I was really happy to see Trinity take that away. So and, proud to see yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I'm so proud to see it. And I'm so proud to see it. <laughs> So there you go, Mary. That is uh, that is Queens of Talk. That is the sachet of Trinity. A, uh, I mean, question because I, actually this was another question that Maya had brought up. Sister Mary Maya had brought up about All Stars three, and oh. Queens we might expect to see in All Stars three. Do you think Trinity would be on All Stars three? Of course, yeah. yes, Trinity and Chichi Devane. Yeah. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of season which n- name will not be mentioned. Girls will be on All Stars three. <laughs> a lot like how season f- lot of, there are five season five girls. Season five, yeah. Absolutely. I think there were so right. many. Sorry, guys, one more shot. There were a lot of season eight girls that deserved to be uh, ding, 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 ding. That deserved to be on on season on All Stars three. Um, but absolutely, I'd love to see more of Trinity. Mm-hmm. Is there any? I mean, Ben de la Creme. Uh, ben de la Creme actually already said he wasn't interested in doing All Stars two. So right. I, I think that that ship has sailed. And I for me, it's that. Chichi Devane. It's Trinity. I actually wouldn't mind seeing Chichia because mm. I, I think she's great TV and I think she's grown a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, she's on. I think we've talked about this. She's on this like Brazilian show called The oh, Switch, right. and she's like stirring up all kinds of controversy. Switch. Yeah, uh, and you know, I I wouldn't mind seeing Milk again. I think that she's changed and improved dramatically. And I, I'd love to see. Sure. I'd love to see what else she does. I mean, she's she's fascinating. You know. Do you think Do you think Acid Betty could handle it? Oh, I I would love to see Acid Betty come back. I think that she kimchi. I mean, again, there's so many seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Acid Betty, absolutely. Because when you think about Acid Betty, I mean, without going too much on a tangent, because you know, that we're not talking about that season. Well, we are. I've been talking about that season all all episode. But <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I mean, we're thinking about like Acid Betty in the like Bitch Perfect challenge. I mean, she was fantastic. She oh, was I know, so good. So I would love to see more from her as well. And just, I mean, what she brought to the runway, like, was always brilliant. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, All Stars three. I mean. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, season seven. Is there anyone I'd like to see again? I think Maya had mentioned Mrs. Kasha Davis. I, oh, right. You love her. I yeah. love Mrs. Kasha. I, would, I wouldn't be mad at it at the least. I love mm-hmm. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see her get another chance. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know. I don't need to see Pearl again. No, I don't need to see Pearl again. I, yeah. I thought about We saw that. Ginger. We saw Katya. Yeah. 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 No, um, I think season seven's kind of tapped. I think so, too. I mean, I think All Stars 3 is going to need, like, season nine and season 10 right <clears throat> you know right. before they can fill in the gaps are there any girls from earlier seasons you know like i would be interested in seeing a queen like jessica wilde you know who uh did well in her season she was top five uh, right i'm i'm pretty sure she was top five uh i'd love to see her see what she's doing a lot of a lot of people talk about how she's great you know and, and that was years ago like tatiana it was years ago i'd love to see what she could yeah. do yeah you know yeah, I mean, a lot of them were already in All Stars. Manila, Jujube, yeah, uh, you know, Raven. I'd love um, to see Delta work again because I, I love Delta work. You love Delta work. I really right? do. Yeah, I love yeah. Delta work. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting to think about All Stars three, but it's like it, it's probably it, it probably is way too soon just because so many of the seasons have been tapped, and because I'm sure there are a lot of girls like Ben de la Creme who 
uh, are not interested. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't need to do this again. Yeah, right. so I get right. it. But anyway, I think that's all we've got for today. Is anything else you feel like these Marys need to know about? Well, they should definitely email us their thoughts on anything from this episode or ever. Um, just even if you want to introduce yourself and let us know you're listening. Yeah. Uh, at, you could email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And, and our Twitter is coming. We have secured the handle. It's at allrightmary, oh. all one word. So if you want to, like, jump online and, and you know, get ahead of the curve, we have, we have not posted anything yet. I think we do know what our first post is going to be, so maybe we'll get that up. Uh, now is a good time. Uh, if, if you want to get up, we are. I, I'm very excited to start doing Twitter. I think it's going to be a great compliment to so many of the things we talk about on here, and like giving sure. extra context and extra references, and like as you've talked about, yeah. annotating the what's the T's. There's so many great references right. in there um, that like are worth knowing are worth getting yeah so if you have not caught the this week's episode of what's the tea with niecy nash i it's the it's so good this podcast keeps getting better niecy nash is Mm -hmm. so fabulous to listen to her story is great she has great ideas she's you know flappy at the mouth yeah she's great on the mic yeah she oh niecy nash she's one of those people that like there are certain actors and actresses who she's I a just, class act. She's a class act. She and and yeah. and like I never really fully appreciated. Yes, yeah, she she she's done so much. And when I think right. about it, there's there's four different things I've loved her in. I loved her in Getting On. I, uh-huh. I loved her in Reno Nine One One. I I thought that show you know Clean House was was super entertaining. She was the best part of it. And right. Yeah, and she's now on this new show Claws, which I was like, okay, I want to see that. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. You're in it. Great. Right. Uh, right. She's a great guest, and yeah, her story is incredible. Oh my god, with but but her mother. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's a great episode. Her really brother. Episode. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, really. Uh, you know, she's one of those people that's like, oh, I never gave you as much credit as you're due. Like you, you're not just like this character. Like you. And and, and I can't believe that the ass on Reno nine one one isn't hers. Oh yeah, I was like, oh okay, like. Talk about drag. I mean, she does drag. She I does love drag. I love when I see examples of women doing drag yeah. consciously. Yeah. And and they know that they're putting on this other this this feminine ideal. Yeah. Right? This right. this ideal or idea, right? Right. Oh, right. It's fabulous. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. And she was I don't remember which episode she was a guest judge on, but yeah, she was on Drag Race at one point. So, I'm going to mm-hmm. go hunt down that episode. That's um, a good idea. But anyway, folks, yeah, so certainly check out What's the Tea. And while you're in the business of checking out podcasts, you could also subscribe to us on iTunes so you can follow along and uh, make sure you don't miss an episode every week. And while you're at it, we have a couple really great reviews. We'd love to see more because we'd love to hear what you what you like, what you don't like, you know, that you like yeah. it, that you're out there, uh, and help other people find the podcast. You know, it... I can't tell you how like how good it felt to hear from people this week and to like oh my god know you guys were out there and You're were so like great. feeling what we're doing so yeah. uh, it just makes us want to make this podcast better and you know keep you know keep doing the work you know what I'm saying Mary work work uh, but anyway that's all my friends uh, and with that I say bye all right Mary bye bye.